0: words because i cannot get copyrighted on the first episode but trust me i i promise i looked into every single way I, I tried so bad to get the song on here but i just don't want to take any chances and i don't know how long i wow great i don't know how long oh my goodness i can't talk i don't know how long i'm going to be recording and the last thing i wanted to do was record a 40 minute podcast for them to copyright the thing but i've been talking too much so i'm gonna let the beat play for like 10 more seconds that everyone is doing well as you're listening to this that's so corny we're not gonna be doing that. look first podcast it's not gonna be perfect it's not gonna be pretty but it's gonna be real all right that's all i can promise you guys i can't promise you that you're about to get like the super sauciest podcast on earth but what i can say is that uh actually i don't know what i can say and you know i had like the whole like Tell everyone what the podcast is like. What does L3 mean? And like, what does the cover art mean? And it's just like, bro, I'm looking at this stuff. And it's like, it don't really matter. Like, at the end of the day, if you want to know what all this stuff means, let me know. And then we'll talk about it on the next podcast. But this is super, like, new to me. Uh, Yeah, not like, not like hearing my voice. But it's super new to me to, like, talk to a microphone and look at the wall. Um, but uh, it's actually really new and it's actually like super kind of awkward. I'll be honest. Um, and so the last thing I want to do is like sit here and just be like cringy. Cause like, otherwise I would, I would rather just like break my leg if I have to sit here and be cringy. So I'm just going to go and we're just going to talk. And, but the one thing I am going to say though, which I think is the most important thing is that, you know, on this first episode, cause I don't know if I'll be able to say this in every episode, but on this first episode, I want everyone to know that this is a place where you can feel at home. The world has so many things that divide us. Politics, religion, race, age, gender, sexual preference. Uh, What's that thing called? The money. What's that called, though? That's called like, uh, so, is that social status? I don't know. Social status, social rank, social class, uh, whatever. Like all that stuff divides us. And the last thing we need is another thing to bring division. And while everyone tries to bring unity, while everyone tries to bring unity, it always just fails in some way. Like, think about it. You think about everything that tries to unify. Like, and this, this can be used for anything. You think about the Black Lives Matter. They try to unify and then there's people who still like cause chaos. Uh, LGBTQ, I think I said that right. They try to unify and people come up with stuff. People who support breast cancer. They try to unify and then people who have lung cancer, like you don't care about us. Like there's always people trying to divide. And even even when there's supposed to be a shot at unification, there's always something that divides us. So I want you to feel at home. Like if you don't feel like people... Unite with you if you don't feel like people love you or if you don't feel like there's a group for you or a place for you. I want this to be like your home every week. Every week for right now. I want this to be your home. And another thing I want you to know is that it doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter what you believe in. It doesn't matter what you look like. You can be red, yellow, white, blue, green, orange. Can't forget purple. You got to throw in purple every once in a while. It doesn't matter your color, your race, your religious beliefs. It doesn't matter your sexual orientation. It doesn't matter your sexual preference either. Your political party. It doesn't matter how much alcohol you drank last night or how much weed you're going to smoke tomorrow. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how much weight you lift in the gym. It doesn't matter what you do, what you believe in, anything. What matters is that I want you to feel at home. And I want you to know that you're represented on this podcast. Like, I'm a black kid. Yeah. But... I want this to be spoken from the lens of a 19 year old kid in America, not a 19 year old black kid from the suburbs of Birmingham. No, this is from the lens of some Generation Z kid, which is trash. Because when I was growing up, I always thought I was a millennial, and I didn't find out that I wasn't a millennial until like three weeks ago. And, you know, I used to have this denial phase where my teacher in like high school told me that I was generation Z, but I swore up and down that I was millennial. I'm generation Z. Like it's fact. I proved it. I Googled it and I'm generation Z and I can only talk from my perspective. Um, and so like, that's important because there are tons of people who have voices who are like 35 and 40 and 50 and 60 who are like filthy rich, which is like, eh, that's not too big of a deal. But just as far as experiencing, Life changes, the world changes, technology changes, the way that relationships are uh, oriented changes. And so when people try to talk to me from their perspective at 40, I respect it. I respect it and I honor it, but it may not really line up with what I'm really, like, look, my mom and dad never had to deal with Snapchat. They didn't. My mom and dad don't know anything about sliding in anyone else's DMs. They just don't. They don't know Vine. They don't know any of that. And even the parents that do know about the stuff, like even the parents that, that know that DMs are happening and that used to be in their children's Vines, that's great. But you still don't know what it's like to be my age living it. Like parents were never really living it. They were like stepping in. But they weren't living it. Like, it's just different. Like, you don't have to go to school and all of your friends are Snapchatting each other. Like, you just don't. Like, half of the parents who have Snapchat only Snapchat their kids. That's a fact. Or they only do it to, like, stalk their kid's story. Let's be honest. And so it's just different. They don't live our life. We live our life. And that's why this is the home This is so weird to say, but, like, this is a home for Generation Z. Now, if you find yourself at, like, 35 or 40 or 50 or 60 or 70, if you find yourself in here, um, welcome. You kind of snuck in, um, but, you know, I didn't put any locks on the door, so welcome. But, you know, life is life, but I can only talk about life from my perspective. And my perspective is only relatable to people my age a little bit older, a little bit younger. And we don't have a voice. That's a fact. Everyone who's our age, who has any type of notoriety, either has it because of uh, music, athleticism, um, or you're a Kardashian. And that's amazing. But it's kind of hard when you're like, like I'm in college. So I got to deal with the college stuff. Like old Becky being drunk. Or I got to deal with the fact that, like, I may get caught um, talking to this girl that I'm not supposed to talk to. Or, like, you know, we, like, I got to deal with that stuff. I got to deal with, like, going on a strip and everybody being drunk. Like, that's what I got to do with. Nobody's talking about that. But then, of course, you still have the people that are like, oh, back when I was in college. Like, bro it's different. Like, it's different. It's just different. And I've realized that. And what sucks is that nobody can talk to me about it except for my friends, but I have a very unique, like, look on life, and so while it's it's great to talk about it with my friends, I have to realize that I'm not the only person in the world, and there may be many people between the ranges of, I don't know, like, 16 to 24 who need someone to talk to, like, I've always been, like, a very social person, sort of, kind of, yeah, kind of, yeah, I've always been a people person, I've always had friends, but I can't say that I can't say that everyone has friends. Everyone has someone that they can talk about life with. And so what sucks is that like who's speaking with them? How many people are we like making suffer because no one is talking to them? Or maybe they don't want to talk to people. And look, this is great. You don't have to talk to me on this podcast. All you got to do is listen. But it's like group therapy about life. Whether it's relationships, family, life, job, not politics. We're not talking about politics. But, you know, the things that we got to deal with in life. Relationships. How are you going to do with your school? How are you going to do with your job? Things like that. That's what we're going to talk about. That's what this podcast is going to be built around. Not anything else. Not no sports. Maybe. We'll see. Not any news. No politics. None of that. No gossip. None of that. This is group therapy about life because I feel like we all need to let out things about life. And just it's always nice to hear somebody go through the same things that you're going through or experience the same things that you may have experienced in life. So that's the premise of this podcast. Last thing that I want to say is if you look at the cover, the bottom left of my podcast cover, you will see a famous artist. His name is Post Malone. I have Post Malone. On my cover art. Easter egg. I wasn't going to tell you guys. But like I kind of feel like doing it. So there we go. Now. What are we talking about? First episode. What are we talking about? We're going to be talking about holding grudges. I dare somebody to lie. And say that you've never held a grudge before. Or. Had a grudge held against you. If that hasn't happened to you. Let me know. I will personally give you my computer. Because it's a lie. Everyone in this world, if you're breathing, everyone has held a grudge against you or you've held a grudge against someone else. And, uh, you know, here's the truth about grudges. And this is what I had to kind of get myself to, you know, tap into. Grudges are so stupid. Here's why. Well, okay, it's like this. Personally, like, okay, so this is what happened with me. Because it's kind of hard for me to say it without what happened. Someone held a grudge against me. I did nothing. Now, I know that sounds very prideful to say that I did nothing. Because that's everybody's first thing. That's that's everybody's first go-to. Like, I didn't even do nothing. Yeah, you did. I mean this with all humility. I did absolutely nothing. The reason why I know I did nothing... Is because I didn't talk to the person for a week for them to even hold a grudge against me. Like, I didn't. I could see if I was seeing you every single day and I had the opportunity to do something. But, bruh, I've been in my room smashing my head against my desk trying to make sure that I can pass a test. How do I have time to, to give you a reason to hold a grudge against me? Long story short, this person holds a grudge against me. And I did the first thing that all of us do. Which is immediately try to figure out what I did wrong and that's the first thing that sucks because I don't know what it's like a, it's like an unconscious thing like in in anthropology we talked about this thing that's unconscious rule which is basically something in your life that you do that was never taught to you and this is one thing that has never been taught to us if someone is mad at you if someone holds a grudge against you, Any of those things. The first thing you do is try to figure out what you did. Period. And granted, that is very great. Like, if you, look, if you cheated and someone holds a grudge against you, you're going to try to figure out what you did wrong, but you know what you did. But there's instances where you haven't done anything. So this was an instance where I hadn't done anything. But they had a grudge against me. So the first thing I did was try to figure out what I did. Like, that was it. I was like, bro, what did I do? What did I do? Like, I'm a jerk. I'm a jerk. After I sat for like 10 minutes, really not even 10, like three. I was like, bro, I haven't even talked to you, bro. What are you talking about? And then that takes me to like the next point where like when you realize that you didn't do anything. Then you start to really think that what you did is a lot more bigger than. Like, like you start to think that the real root of why they're mad at you is so big that you can't even fathom to remember it. And it's like, it's like you start to become concerned. Like, bro, am I that much of a jerk? Like I pissed this person off and I don't even know what I did. Like, bro, what? Like, oh my goodness. Like I suck. But then I was like, bro, I didn't do nothing. But here's the next phase that happens. When people hold grudges against you, I know for me, maybe you're one of those perfect people out there, but for me, one of the first things that I do, or one of the first things that we usually do is that when somebody holds a grudge against you, the first thing that you want to do is immediately hold the grudge against them. Why? I don't know. And guys, we're great for this. Like, We'll cheat. Like let's be honest, I like guys will cheat our girlfriend to get mad at us, and then because she decides to not text us or call us back or tell us that she tell us that she that she loves us, we start to get mad because she not telling us that she loves us, when the whole time we're the reason for why she's mad in the first place. So that's what I did. I was like, bro, like, now I'm going to be mad at her because she's holding a grudge against me and I didn't even do nothing. But here's a great thing that we almost realized. Um <laughs> Here's the thing. You know, hold, like, holding grudges does nothing positive for your life. And I want to start with this first. If you think about, like, just think about your day today. Think about your day today. Think about all of the things that you've done today, so far, that add absolutely no value to your life. Think about it. Just like, I I, I promise you, you can come up with millions. You can come up with millions of things that you've done today that are not pivotal to your life. And I know right now someone's listening and like, nope, everything that I did today had a 100% purpose. You got on Instagram. That's not pivotal to your life there. So everyone fits in. So if you're one of those people that thought you didn't, there you go. And everyone else, yes, there are some things that you did today that just were not necessary for your life. They do nothing positive for your life. Holding grudges is one of those things that do nothing positive. It only does negative. And here's why. When you hold a grudge, you are basically telling your mind you're tra- you're telling your mind to act a certain way when you come into contact with a certain person. And when our minds think, our actions then do what our minds or our brains tell us to do. And so <laughs> so like this, you hate somebody. you hate them. And we hate people for like stupid reasons. Maybe they get too many likes on Instagram. Maybe they show their butt too much on Instagram. Uh, maybe they get all the guys. Maybe she gets all, Maybe he gets all the girls. Like, we hate people for stupid reasons. And so now you're mad. And so what you'll do is, and I, I, I dare someone to lie and say that they haven't done this before. What you do, you're walking down the hallway. AirPods in if you're rich. Wires if you're broke. And you'll see that person that you don't like down the way. If you're in college, more than likely you're outside. If you're in high school, you're, uh, what's the word? In the hallway. Yeah. What you do is you start to walk and you'll look up. You'll look up for like the first, like, let's say y'all are 100 feet away. For the first, like, 30, 40 feet, you'll look up. As soon as you start getting close to them, you look at your phone. You don't be looking at nothing on your phone. Nothing. But the object is that you just cannot make eye contact with that person that you don't like. I know for me. Pff, bro, what? I probably just kept double tapping the same picture on Instagram for a good five minutes. Just so that person didn't look at me and just so I don't have to look at them. But like, that's the stuff that we do. Like, let's be honest. But here's the problem with that. We face so many other important things in life, so many other ones. And when I say important, I don't necessarily mean that they, they, they weigh more, but I just say that we face things in life that can have more of an emotional impact on us. So things with our family have a larger impact on us, and things with, with uh, I don't know, our boyfriend or girlfriend or, or just things with school, they have a large, emotion, large impact on our life. Not to say that education is more important than your relationships, but, you know, education could have a a more emotional impact on your life. Or maybe whatever you do your work in could have a more emotional impact on your life than freaking holding grudges. And so, (laughs) think about your life and think about all the things that you deal with now. Maybe your grades are low. Maybe your job sucks. Maybe you got the Popeyes pies and they ran out of the last chicken biscuit or chicken sandwich. I'm sorry. We already know who the king of the chicken biscuit is. It's Chick-fil- it's really not Chick-fil-A, but we're not going to talk about that right now. You know, I'm, I'm literally getting off attention. I'm sorry. This is just my mind. I'm not ADD. I promise. Uh, Shoot. I lost my train of thought. Oh, all the things that happen in life. Think about how much stress you may have. Think about how much anxiety you may have. Think about how much like, I don't know, like sadness or like, you know, feeling like you're uh, separated from the world. Like think about all the things you got to deal with. You're, you you want to add a grudge to that list? Because this is what a grudge, like I said, like I said earlier, having a grudge adds to the things that you have to train your body to do. So if I'm already stressed, I'm already in I already have anxiety. I'm already pissed off that Chick fil A didn't give me enough Chick fil A sauce. Yes, right? I'm mad. But now, someone gossiped about me in the group me. All right? All those ugly little girls gossiped about me in the group me. They screenshotted one of my pictures on Instagram because I'm cute and they are ugly. And they said that I was like showing too much of my thigh, which, shut up. They're just mad because they're not as thick as me, right? So now you have 20 people that you want to hold a grudge against. So this is what you're telling your mind to do. On top of the stress, on top of the anxiety, on top of the loneliness, now when I see any of these 20 people, I have to make sure that I don't look at them. I have to make sure that I don't talk to them. I have to make sure that they think that I want to kill them if they ever come in front of my face. That's what we do. And that's that, that that sucks because what we don't realize is that holding grudges is more bad for us than it is for any other person. And, uh, you know, growing up, they used to always tell us to, like, be the bigger person. And that is one of the, like, yes, it's a great Aesop's fable, but it is one of the most corniest. Like, I hate. When people tell me to be the bigger person. Like that is so. Oh dang it. Great. That is so like. The most like. uh, What's the word? It's just like. It's just like corny. Like I've heard it so much. That when I hear it. It makes me want to like. Break my leg in half. You know. Because. Growing up. When they say big. Be the bigger person. They. Fashioned it. To seem like. It was supposed to be for the benefit of the other person. But when you grow up, you believe, I believe, that being the bigger person is more for yourself. Because the other person doesn't lose or gain anything from you having a grudge against them. But you can lose a lot for having a grudge against someone else. You have all these things that you have to train your mind to do because you have a grudge and it's only hurting you. And so, so like for the person that had a grudge against me, I like I am not affected by you having a grudge against me. Like I'm not. I'm going to go get my deluxe sandwich from Chick-fil-A large fry and my 12 count nugget. If you just called me fat right then, uh, shut up. But that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to continue to make my YouTube videos. I'm going to continue to listen to Luke Combs at the dawn of the day. I am. But when you're the person that's holding the grudge, you have to go out of your way to make sure that you don't see me. You have to go out of your way to make sure that you're not in the same proximity as me. You have to go out of your way to make sure you don't even like my Instagram picture. Like, come on. Like, that's the thing. Holding a grudge does nothing against the other person, but it has everything to do with the fact that it can affect you. And right now we live in a time where, you know, uh, how can I say this? Self-love and self-appreciation and respect is very important. It's not that it was never important, but today it's magnified. Suicide rates are super high. Depression rates are super high. Alcohol and drug abuse rates are super high. Those things are super high. And at at the age that I am at now, and the age that a lot of you are at, we need to take care of ourselves. Emotionally, personally, we need to take care of ourselves. Physically, all of it. And it's a lot easier to take care of yourself now than before you're 45 with four kids, three of them are probably ugly as crap. And one of them's, like, decent at football. So now you're 45. Your wife, uh, she's... She gave you four kids, so you obviously love your wife a lot. But your kids kind of suck. You know, life is good, but it's like I still got stuff that I'm dealing with. Like, I got to deal with life. But we got to start dealing with the stuff now. And holding grudges is one of those things that affects you personally. All I'm saying in this podcast, I don't want to say it. All I'm saying right now is, you know, holding grudges is very pointless and I'm trying to think of a great analogy, but I can't think of them right now. But, like, holding grudges is pointless. Like, it it is. Like, holding grudges is like, uh... I don't even know. Oh, I have a great one. Holding grudges... is like putting... No, someone... Okay, someone has done something that's really stupid that was really pointless, and I can't think of it. Um... Ah, got it. Holding grudges. <laughs> Holding grudges. is like, it's like working out. Like you go to the gym and you run a mile. And then you go to Cheesecake Factory and get a cheeseburger and fries. Like that's like pointless. It does, it does nothing for you. Like everything that you work to become and all the accomplishment that you thought you would have. You like the... De- you scrapped it, and that's what holding grudges is. You're a great person. Life is going great. Life may be going great. Life may not be going great, but we'll talk about that at some point. You know, life. Your life is your life, and a grudge does nothing. Like it, it does nothing to add to it. It does nothing to add to it. Now that I think of it, now that I think of it, no, that was a terrible analogy before. It's, holding grudges is like putting food coloring in water the food coloring does nothing but change the color but it doesn't change the base of what it is it's still water so holding a grudge is like the food coloring and your life is the water you can add the grudges all you want add the food coloring all you want at the end of the day it does nothing to change your life adding food coloring does nothing to change the substance the base of water Adding grudges does nothing to change the base of your life. It doesn't. It can add color. I guess holding a grudge can add some character to your life. Like, it gives you the ability to be mean if you've never been mean before. But, like, whatever. But it does nothing to add to your life. So, you know, be more mindful. Like, don't hold grudges. Don't And don't think that, that being the bigger person, which sucks. But don't think that, like, forgiving someone or just letting a grudge go is you know, for them. But let it be for you. And here's the other thing. Because I know I'm making it sound beautiful. Like, oh yeah, if somebody holds a grudge against me, I'm just going to let it go. am not going to hold it. If you do something bad, when I say bad, guys, if you cheat on your girlfriend, jerk, if you cheat, then um, your girlfriend has every right to hold a grudge against you. That is not your point to be like, oh, why are you holding a grudge against me? You know what? I'm going to be the bigger person right now. Forget your grudge. I'm not going to hold one against you. She deserves to have one. All right? She deserves to have one. Like, you suck. The girl you cheated with really isn't that much prettier than your girlfriend, which is like nine times out of the ten always the case, but we're not going to talk about that right now. Guys, we're stupid. We're going to talk about that in a whole... That's, that might be next week's podcast, how stupid guys are, but yeah, whatever. If you do something bad to someone and they hold a grudge, you should not feel like you can hold a grudge against them because they have one. If you were wrong, apologize. Period. There's nothing. that If if you did wrong, apologize. Period. If you've done everything that you can do and they still choose to hold a grudge, then you've exhausted all of your options. And then go on about your life. Because it's about the well-being of you. If you've done everything that you can, there's no need for you to, to continue to hold a grudge. Like, you're doing nothing. Food coloring, bro. Food coloring. So, yeah. It, it happens both ways. But regardless of how it happens, realize that holding grudges is not healthy for you. But it also just doesn't do anything for you. Like, that's the same. That's literally the same thing, JD. That was stu- That was so stupid. Huh? whatever. Um... In lighter words, um, as a college student, one of the best days that you can have is a Saturday and a Friday. Sundays are kind of odd. But the best days as a college student is a Saturday. Because it's football Saturday. And um, (laughs) some great games this week. But, yeah, I'm excited. I hope that you all are excited. And I don't want to just leave the podcast like this. So let's talk about something that's also great that a lot of us can relate to. And if you can't relate... We're going to help you out, buddy. Post Malone's last album. Talk about a masterpiece, all right? That's all I got to say. I'm not going to keep here. I just want to say Post Malone is great. Luke Combs is great as well. Um, but, um, yeah, that's it. We were talking about holding grudges. That was really the basis of today. Um, you know, I don't want to be here too long because... Um, I'm hungry, and I have a meeting in an hour and a half that I might be late to, but eh, who cares? You know, who cares about meetings? I'm I'm 19. Who cares about meetings? But, oh, yeah, this is the most important thing. Not the most important. The most important is holding grudges, but the second most important thing. I'm doing a lot right now to do, like right now, this podcast is, well, okay, that was, I'm not going to say that because that's just dumb. Right now, I'm doing a lot to Okay, we'll say it like this. If you're one of the first listeners of this podcast, it's strictly on YouTube. Yes. If you're listening to this podcast on Spotify or Apple, it's because everything worked out the way that I was praying that it would. So right now, I don't know what days I'm going to drop these podcasts on what platforms. I don't believe that they will drop on. I, like what I do know is that they will drop on YouTube. And Apple and Spotify on separate days. Like, Apple and Spotify will be the same day. And then YouTube will be a different day than those two. I do know that. I just don't know the days. And it all depends on when Apple and Spotify get my stuff together. Like, I don't know, guys. But what I can say is that I will be here every week. And what I can say is that, Uh, you know, this is my first podcast. And if I think anything like YouTube. My first YouTube video was super cringy. Like, I almost want to break my jaw in half by looking at my first YouTube video. I can't even look at it. Like, the first, like, 30, 40. And as I've continued to do YouTube, I'm not perfect, obviously, but I can see the improvements, and it's not as cringy, and it feels more comfortable. That's what's going to happen with the podcast. It's not perfect. And it might be cringy to you all. Like, I can't really tell. I won't know until I go back and listen to it. But... Uh, As I continue to go, it'll improve, and it'll be more concise, and I probably won't sound so dumb, although, like, I do believe that the object of podcasting is, like, where it isn't any edits, because in YouTube, I can edit my butt off. I can edit for 13 hours. Y'all won't know none of the dumb stuff I say, because I can edit it all out, but on this podcast, boy, I can say some stupid stuff, and you're going to hear all the uhs and all the ums, and you can hear me be frustrated with myself when I say something stupid, but I'm going to be here every week on the same day, every week. I just have to figure out the day of the week. And that really won't be figured out until like all the stuff falls in place, but I'll be here every week. And every week we come, we're going to get better. And every week is a session of therapy. And I put that in quotes, but therapy where yes, I guess therapy, you got to like talk back, but you know, just to hear somebody relate to you. And like I said, I don't really like the target demographics, but I can only speak for people my age, people of my generation. Like that's it. I, I, that's all I can do. And at the end of the day, if you're thirty-five and forty and fifty and sixty and seventy, if you like the podcast, by all means, stay. I'm not gonna let you go. But this, this is for this is for us. And when I say us. I mean, the average, the the average, you know, young adult in America. I don't even want to say America, the young adult in the world. I can only speak from America. That's where I'm from. But the, the young adult in the world, that's, that's all I can speak for. But this is for us. Nobody tells us how life is. Nobody tells us about the bad stuff in life at, in our generation at the time that we're living it. Nobody tells us how life is going nobody talks to us about life and then everyone who is our age is just like rich and like you know all traveling the country and like doing all this stuff you know nobody talks about college like real college today like nobody like nobody talks about you know going in the room down the hall and you're mad drunk and then like there's like Mackenzie and she's looking beautiful and I'm drunk and everybody in this room is drunk. And then I probably won't remember anything tomorrow morning. And I'll probably run into a tree on the way to the bar. Like nobody talks about that stuff. I don't do that by the way I used to, I'll be honest. I used to, but like now I don't, but I experienced it and I, I'm still in college and I'm 19. So like, yeah, I get it. So it's just therapy. This is for us. So if you fit into the 16 to 25, six, six, range maybe 28 if you fit into that range which is a large that's a super large range 16 and like 27 this is for you this isn't about me and this isn't about a specific individual but this is about anyone who's living in this world at that age at this point in our life experiencing the things that we experience that's it that's the premise of this podcast that's really it nothing more nothing less but this is a place for everyone to feel at home because you might not feel at home where you are. You might not feel happy where you are. You might not feel loved. And, and to be honest, the world might not let you fit in anywhere. You might not feel like you fit in anywhere. But this is the one place where I want you to feel at home and feel relatable and be open and transparent. And I'm going to be as transparent as I can be. I'm not finna lie. We are finna have fun at this podcast. So be here next week. And here's the last part. Ending the podcast. If you don't know, starting the podcast was mad cringe, but ending the podcast. So I came up with this a few minutes ago. This is what I'm going to do. From now on, I think this is very innovative and beautiful. I don't have like a set thing to say on this goodbye podcast thing, whatever. So this is what we're going to do. As it continues to grow, actually, there's a lot I got to say. We'll talk about the end of the podcast later because we'll end it like that. First, I want to say this. I don't know where this podcast is going and I don't know what it's going to do. I don't know who it's going to reach and who it's going to impact. I just told you who it's for, but I don't, I I have, I have, I, I really don't, I don't really think I have expectations for this. I could go into a long story of why this podcast is even a thing, but we can save that for podcasts to come. But I don't really have any expectations for it. Besides, like, the only expectation I have is that—not even expectation. The only thing I desire for this podcast is for whoever listens to it to feel at home, to feel reached, to feel loved. That's it. To feel connected, to feel united, and to feel like they can be themselves while they're listening to it. That sounds weird, but yeah, that's it. So I don't really have expectations. Like, I want two million people a week. To live. Like, I don't. I don't. I don't have that. But as I continue to do this, I believe that it is going to go far. And because I don't have expectations, I don't know how far it's going to go and I don't know where it's going to take me. But I'm excited and I hope that you all are ready to take this ride with me. And maybe someday we get guests on here um, to just talk about life. I don't ever want this to be like some like, like I don't want this to be like no like crap. But literally, like, life. I don't... This podcast, I'm vowing this today. This podcast will not be about anything else that's outside the premise of life. And I'm not talking about, well, gossiping is life and sports is life. Like, no. There are sports podcasts. And there are gossiping podcasts. But I'm talking about life. Living life. From the lens of my generation. And that's what we're going to do. Now, the end. Any other podcast. This is what we're going to do. As this podcast... the my voice is getting really dry. As this podcast continues to grow, I believe that one of the greatest ways to end the podcast is to allow people to like tweet me or send me something like a something small to say at the end of the podcast. And then that's how that's how I will end the podcast. For example, the way I'm ending this podcast is about telling you all how Luke Combs announced a new tour today. Yes, he announced a new tour. If anyone who knows me, I love Luke Combs. He's coming out with a new tour, catered to his new album, which is What You See Is What You Get. Um, He's not paying me to do this, by the way. It comes out in November. And he has a tour coming. And what sucks is that it's, one, nowhere near me. There's not a single date near your boy. But that's honestly how this is ending, that Luke Combs has a tour coming. And he's already on tour right now, which is really sick. But it starts in February. It ends in April. And I'm looking at it right now, and the closest one to me is freaking uh, Missouri, maybe? Or no, Kentucky. Kentucky is the closest one to me. Lexington, Kentucky. How far is that from here? Well, dang it. I'm, I'm deep down here. You know? Ugh. Am I going to Lexington, Kentucky to watch Luke? No. But it's... It's a 12-hour drive. Well, yeah, that's pointless. But, yeah, that's how we're ending the podcast. Luke Combs has a tour coming out. No, he has an album coming out uh, in November. And he's going on a tour again in whatever I just said. What was it, February? Yeah, February. So that's going to be it. So, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, See you all on the next podcast. Yeah, smooches.